1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as Neil Lennon lets rip at the reaction to Celtic's trip to Dubai. One of the isolating players has now also tested positive, but the manager says to only have two cases is remarkable. Lennon also feels Celtic are the victims of bullying and hypocrisy. And on the pitch this weekend, Livingston got a point in the east end of Glasgow as Rangers were held at Motherwell. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight is Alex Ray in the studio and from home it's Hugh Kevens. When in doubt, say there's an agenda against you. Neil Lennon's remarks about bullying and Celtic being held to a higher standard of accountability than anybody else are complete and utter nonsense. Celtic did the wrong thing by going to Dubai and the trip has come back to bite them with a vengeance. But instead of contrition, it's confrontation the manager is looking for with his remarks today. Even the majority of the Celtic supporters don't agree with him, but... If Neil wants to address the subject of being held to account and the alleged bloodlust to remove him from his job, maybe he could start by explaining Fernand Varos in the Champions League, Sparta Prague in the Europa League, Ross County in the Betfred Cup, and Celtic being 21 points behind Rangers in the Premiership. The fans would love to hear the explanation. Yeah, what another interesting weekend, Gordon. Rangers and Celtic have to settle for a point. Yogi's boys bang four past the Dons. Hibs move up to third after taking care of Kamarnock. St Johnson take care of St Mirren for an important three points. I'm expecting a busy night, Gordon. 01419511025. That is the number you need. So get in touch tonight. Let us know what's on your mind. And if you would rather tweet, you can do that as well at Clyde SSB. But you can't beat the real thing. Old school. Pick up the phone and let us know what you're thinking. I've got just a wee hunch, do you know, a sneaky suspicion that the phone lines are going to be on the busy side tonight. So I won't hang around too long. Let's do it quickly. Your result of the weekend, Hugh Kevens. Ross County 4, Aberdeen 1, their biggest win over a non-Old Firm team for five years. Well done, Yogi. Alex? I'm going to go for Motherwell taking a point off Rangers, only the third team to do that this season. OK, goal of the weekend, Shug? Alec Gogic. Normally he would hit the moon, but this time <laughs> he hit the back of the net. Well done him for scoring. Good strike that was, by the way. Yeah, it was tremendous. And you were going to go for that one, I, I know you were, until yeah, he's stolen your thunder. Yeah, I was, but I'm going to go for a Defante Cole. I know it's just a tap-in, but the construction, the, the build-up, he, he links the play initially out the left-hand side, some good interchange play, and a lovely ball round the face by Tony Watt, and Cole finishes off. Right, howler of the weekend. What's what's um, what's taking your fancy on that one, Hugh Keevans? A collective award to the Aberdeen defence. Having looked at the four goals conceded against Ross County, a sentence with the word pigeons and loft come to mind. Alex Ray? I'm going to go for the, the referee uh, for St Madison Johnson. The second tackle, I think it was Steve McLean, on Cammy McPherson for me. He gets the ball and to, to uh, award a second yellow was ridiculous. OK, 01419511025. Give us your thoughts tonight. Here's an interesting place to start. The whole squad's negative bar two players. I'd have, I think that's remarkable. And I think it totally blows out of the water the way the trip, the way the, the training camp has been portrayed by certain quarters of the media, by certain pundits, and by certain government officials as well. We did not abuse any privilege. We did the right things. We were absolutely, totally professional. We had a little drink in the afternoon on a day off, completely allowed. 
no law breaking, yet no, we come back to this barrage of absolute hypocrisy. Hugh Keevans, that is just one of a number of really, really interesting clips from Neil Lennon this afternoon. You have heard many press conferences over the years. I, I doubt many would be as, um, what's the phrase, confrontational, as, as animated as that one today. What did you make of it? A man in the bunker. If uh, my record as manager of Celtic this season was as bad as Neil Lennon's, then I'd be keeping my head down and I wouldn't be putting it above the parapet to be shot down. Uh, the chief executive, Peter Lawwell, has already apologised for the trip to Dubai, so is he in the wrong as well? Uh, I believe, Gordon, that Neil Lennon should have resigned on the night that Sparta Prague's reserve team scored their fourth goal at Celtic Park. He has got away with the Ferencvaros result, Again, the loss of more Champions League money. The Europa League finishing bottom of the group. The Betfred Cup going out at home to Ross County. 21 points behind Rangers. And this is, for me, some kind of desperate attempt to deflect attention. It was completely and utterly the wrong thing to do. I mean, Alex, there is so much to get through. So, so much. And I'll play as many clips as I can because it's really worth people at home hearing it so that they can... Uh, form an opinion Broadly speaking What did you make of that uh, As a reaction from Neil Lennon today? Honestly God I thought it was a man Severely under pressure I've been saying for weeks now Hugh says that he's to step down uh, After the European game uh, And I understand where, he, where he's coming from there Hugh I don't get the impression That Neil Lennon's going to walk away For his job And I've said for weeks That you need leadership from above And it needs to be taken And removed from the situation He looked like a broken man In that press conference And To come out swinging uh, I, I get that he's, he's a proud guy and things But it was a total wrong thing to do And what he's done is now The people who have been g- giving him grief Because of the stuff that's on the park The trip to Dubai He has just now given them another script To batter him even more For me it was totally ill-advised 0141 Let's get stuck right in John Paul is first up tonight Sum up your feelings Having listened to that Neil Lennon press conference John Paul Even Gordon Hume and I uh, um, I'm absolutely livid. You know, I didn't. I didn't think every every single day for weeks and weeks upon end. I, I wasn't surprised with more things that were coming out. I didn't think Celtic could surprise us. You know, but I'm listening to Neil Lennon today, and he's trying to defend himself from a situation that he has allowed to happen. The club has allowed to happen. It was wrong on so many levels. And then if you just listen to his, he's, he's saying there we had a drink in the afternoon, which was no wrong doing. Well, sorry, hold on a minute. There's people and managers and players give up so much over Christmas. Some of the managers don't even let them have a beer with their family at a Christmas dinner. It's so, so bad. The club has fell so, so far behind. It's, it's, it's actually laughable, you know. And it's, for, for Celtic, there have been a fans are He's not going to get fans on his back by coming out and doing that. I, I think it's absolutely wrong. You know, I think the club, the bigger picture, you know, the, the club, Peter Law came out and told the Celtic fans, There'll be a review after the new year on how things have went. Well, you've been beat to your rivals, one nothing away from home. You've then went on a, a a trip away that ended so badly that nobody could have thought. You've came home. You've came home after that. You've drawn to Hibs at home and you've drawn to Livingston at home. So why have the board not come out and said, "I'm removing him because there's been no progress. There has been absolutely no progress from from the new year." I, I just don't get it. I don't get what's happening at Celtic. And as you can probably tell my voice, I'm, I'm absolutely livid with it. 
Yeah, I mean, Hugh, there's, I know there's a bigger picture here about results in Ferenc Varos and Sparta Prague. Because there's so much to take in from today, let, let's try and keep it to that for now. So the clip that I just played you, one of many, and I will keep feeding them throughout the, the course of the show, um, you can hear that the tone of Neil Lennon as well. And the one line that seems to be jumping out from everyone from the clip we just played was, the whole squad is negative apart from two players. I think that's remarkable. Uh, well, he's straying into areas where he's best not straying. Uh, you know, he's accusing, uh, I think, indirectly the chief medical officer, Jason Leach. He's accusing the media, which in his own mind he thinks, well, the fans will lap that up because the fans don't like the media. Uh, all misguided. You know, as I say, if your record was as bad as Neil's, you'd be putting your head down. Uh, but today... He's made a fool of himself, quite frankly, and he's embarrassed uh, those supporters who are not buying all this stuff about uh, the media have got it in for us and there's a bloodlust to, uh, to get me the sack and so on and so forth. Most of the fans want him out. Again, Alex, I think just for, just for now, because we can strengthen it later, I'm not even necessarily on about whether Neil Lennon is football record is standing up this season. I'm talking about the reaction to this Dubai thing, because that, yeah. that's relevant. That's what's today... Um, and again, from a from a PR perspective, from from the tone of of what he's saying, I feel like even a lot of Celtic fans are struggling to get on board with it. I could be wrong. The phone lines may yeah. prove me wrong, um, but but well, certainly John Paul agrees. Yeah, Gordon, and I think that'll be a theme tonight. Uh, I've spoken to a couple today. They are mystified, and one of them said to me, instead of kind of rolling with the punches, he's come out swinging. He's doubled down, and uh, he's gone against his chief executive. So you think to yourself. You know, the, the, the two of them are getting a completely different message altogether. And, uh, you know, when he says that he's sitting there having a little drink at the pool on the back of an old firm defeat, I said a couple of days ago the importance of reading the room, the fact that they were going there on the back of an old firm defeat. And I think one of the key things as well is I understand why he wanted to go there because they've done well having come back and get some decent results, Gordon. But the fact is that they've taken two points from six since he came back and you know I, I don't even know what he's gone for I was, I was actually trying to play devil's advocate and think to myself is he trying to deflect away for the results I'm trying to think about it but it looks to me as if he's actually had a bit of a meltdown today John Paul you want to come back in I, I mean like as I say I, I, I've got a lot of time when he went up as a player as a manager to come in his first spell but why not just come in and show a bit of humility and say, you know what, we got this line, we were in the wrong year. I'm, I mean, fans would have respected him more. He's coming out and trying to deflect the way for the fact that we've got two points, as, as, as Alex said, two points to six, which is nowhere near good enough. Rangers slipped up yesterday and it doesn't even, even matter. It does not even matter one job that they slipped up yesterday because he has slipped up another three weeks, Celtic when they won their games in hand, and that's what Celtic fans are resigned to, and that's what, that's what they need to fix first. First and foremost, getting results on, on the park It's not happened all season Okay, thank you John Paul This Neil Lennon stuff is really worth listening to Because there's, there's so much interesting uh, So many interesting debating points in it On the subject of an apology Here's what he had to say I apologise to our supporters for the fallout It shouldn't be Peter that had to do it It should have been me, it was my decision yeah. Along with the backroom team, the medical staff Sports science to go With the best intentions For the benefit of the team Going forward for the second half of the season Unfortunately, it's not worked out that way. I'm apologising because, unfortunately, we had one player pick it up. Again, we'll have to look at that and see what happened. My, my apologies to the fans because 16, 13 players and three staff 
had to isolate for 10 days, which is ludicrous. I'm not apologising for anything else. I'm not apologising for going out there and training for a week. I'm not apologising for the players having a day off. Yeah, I mean, Hugh Neil Lennon says he's apologising to the fans. He doesn't, he doesn't sound particularly apologetic otherwise. Yeah. No, listen, he starts off there by saying it shouldn't be uh, Peter Lowell that has to apologise. It was my decision. Does he think we're all daft? Peter Lowell is the chief executive. The clue is in the title, the chief executive. That's why Peter Lowell went in front of the cameras for Celtic TV a few days ago and issued the apology for going to Dubai. So he can forget about that one, Neil Lennon. All of it is mystifying. You know, he's talking about what should follow on from a, a trip that was ill-advised and what should happen in terms of self-isolation when he comes back. He's straying into medical areas and he's not qualified to stray into those areas. So the time for him to say something about that might have been at the time when it happened, but he's now all over the place. Yeah, Everyone's got it, Alex You know, former players, pundits, the media The Scottish Government That line which I'm very interested in 13 players had to isolate Which is ludicrous So Celtic don't believe that, that those players should have isolated And, and they, I'm sure, have, have made their case But given the seriousness of, of what we're all going through, by the way This is not about footballers This is about everyone I'd, I'd isolate because I was a, a close contact to someone And by the way, for the record I, I thought... I wasn't really And I thought I hadn't been that close And I thought it wasn't for a, a long period of time um, But does it not become a point Where you have to just hold your hands up and say These guys are doing their very best To get a full country Through what is an incredibly difficult time And if they say you need to isolate You need to isolate Yeah I don't think there's an argument there Gordon To take on the track and trace Which is set in stone They have protocols in place uh, it's, again, But again to be fair I think Neil Lennon's debate is That the protocols that they believed they were falling. He he feels like the goalposts have been moved again, w- w- which is fine. If you almost in a a behind closed door sense, if if Celtic want to try and and, and debate that, but is this not a, again about just sort of picking your battles? Yeah, absolutely. Because you can't win, Gordon. Because the, the, they're in place. You've mentioned that you didn't think you were in a, a in proximity to fall into that category as well when you were. So you have to fall. You have to take your medicine and. I disagree with you in terms of he says it's not Neil Lennon's responsibility. He he put that in place with his staff, his backroom staff, his medical staff, his uh, fitness staff. They proposed that to the club, which is rubber stamped. So they've put that to the club first and foremost. Neil has taken it. He says, I take responsibility. So he takes responsibility for the trip. So he has to take responsibility for the fallout, Gordon. So... It's okay with these words, I take responsibility, which is fine. He takes responsibility for the, the, the team on the pitch. But at what point does he take accountability for this? Because all he's doing is batting that away. And Hugh, just to, to sort of paint the picture, right? Because I can't play it all. It was 20-odd minutes long. Neil Lennon starts off. So a lot of these clips are before he actually reveals during the press conference, oh, oh I, actually, I've just been told that a, that a second player has tested positive. One of the 13 who's been isolating... Has tested positive um, So he, re- he references there 13 players had to isolate Which is ludicrous He calls it ludicrous right So help me here Because maybe I'm missing something But one of those 13 players Has now tested positive So had Neil Lennon Presumably got his way And that player Did not have to isolate th- Then what could have happened H- How can it be ludicrous If one of them Has now tested positive 
His remarks with regard to isolation and what should and should not be happening are offensive, I think, because many Celtic supporters, uh, and indeed the supporters of all other clubs, are going through various hardships created by COVID-19 and the protocols and what we all must do. Again, to go back to your own example, Gordon, here am I, because I'm over 70 years old, sitting at home, because it might be dangerous for me to come in beside you and Alec at uh, at Clyde. So he shouldn't be straying into that area. And to bring up Dubai at all, a smart guy might have had his press conference today and said, you know what, it's had its impact on us, but we're going to come back against Livingston Wednesday night. We'll see what we can do here. Rangers got a draw at Motherwell. Maybe, maybe Rangers will slip up elsewhere. But the one thing he should not have brought up, and certainly not in the calamitous way in which he has done, was the trip to Dubai. He's just caused another explosion when Peter Lawwell thought he'd put out the fire. Let's bring in Brian in Lennox Town. How would you sum up your feelings tonight, Brian? I'm absolutely gutted, guys. Good evening, guys. Sorry. Oh, um, Gordon and Alec, um, I'm, I just kind of get my head around what he's saying today, to be honest with you. Um, season ticket holder at Parkhead and I have been for a number of years um, and that, me and a few of the boys have spoken about it and the full Dubai debate is an absolute joke you shouldn't have went anywhere near Dubai to be quite honest with you um, going to Dubai for a jolly because that's what it was um, to well, see to be fair though Brian see to be fair right and this isn't just today I've been sort of Questioning that word And Neil Lennon's very very upset at that word He's adamant it wasn't He's adamant it wasn't a jolly He says they were by the pool for For half an hour They had just flown in uh, They had the day off Whether that's the right thing or the wrong thing Fine But I wonder if jolly might be a bit over the top Right Okay Well They went to Dubai Immediately after being Defeated in the old firm That's to get away for the flak In my opinion That's to get away for the flak Because we weren't good enough We've not been good enough against Rangers, and that's why they're 21 points clear. We've not been good enough against anybody else in the league, because we've not been good enough. But why we've not been good enough is due to the management. Because people only focus on what Celtic are meant to have been doing this season. That's the bottom line. How have you saw the, the reaction to Dubai then, Brian? Because I, I, I uttered a famous question, infamous question to Roger Hanna almost two weeks ago, Alex Ray, where I said, um, have we heard the end of Dubai? And that, that line's going to haunt me in my sleep. I think I might get it tattooed to me. I don't know when we'll ever hear the end of this. But Brian, it, almost like you know the, the debate about whether they should have gone or not is, is kind of past. And now it's all about Celtic's reaction to it. At the start, there, there wasn't one really... Uh, Peter Lowell then apologised Now this from Neil Lennon What have you made of the way Celtic have handled The aftermath? Um, it's very contradictory I think To be honest with you um, Peter Lowell came out and made his statement um, And Which I don't think was 100% You know I wouldn't I was I was say I would, I'd agree with that Because he was very blasé about it um, And Neil Lennon's The days just contradicted him and as you say, chief executive was Neil Lennon's boss. Um, and I, I honestly, I'm not happy. You look at Ball and Golly situation in the summer, that guy got absolutely persecuted because uh, he went away, a trip. He came back, he put everybody at danger, and he got loaned out to another team. So, 
Celtic, full Celtic team go to Dubai. It's the same situation. So who's to blame? Good question We'll leave it there Brian and Lennox Town Thank you very much That explosive press conference From Neil Lennon I'll play even more of it And take more of your calls next Bowie at breakfast On the last show We're talking about that post That he gave up his job To do sea shanties Karen said Her 92 year old mum Could do it too Brown cuckold A bustled A libel libel Happy New Year To everyone I love her We're back tomorrow from 6 Live from Glasgow Bowie at breakfast with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football Clyde One you are the voice of Scottish football call 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans and Alex Ray are here get your calls in 0141 951 1025 it's looking lively it's like uh, you know when you used to leave all the lights on your mum ever say that to you? it's like Blackpool Illuminations in here that switchboard is like Blackpool Illuminations <laughs> honestly um, it's going mental so let's see how many uh, we can get through it is important to provide some context though because Neil Lennon has had some very interesting things to say um, let's listen to a bit more of it Talking about the pictures Those infamous pictures At the poolside And in the bar And so on um, He's not necessarily Happy with that portrayal Either The lads had one day off They got into Dubai At seven in the morning And they were entitled To a bit of downtime It's not as if They were doing a conga In a dressing room Dancing to Baccarat Or travelling up and down A train journey From London to Glasgow With Covid The players Were sitting in a bar For me They weren't On top of one another We were outside In, a, in our bubble Having a beer for half an hour. This has been made out to be something that it's not. And like I said, we weren't doing a conga, 20-man conga, which is lauded by all and sundry because Scotland qualified for the Euros. Our players weren't behaving like that at all. And like I say, 80% of them are teetotal. For, so for anyone to call it a jolly is totally disrespectful to their professionalism and the way they conduct themselves as men. Would you accept? Me, there was nothing wrong with the photographs. But however, we weren't hiding anything. We weren't up to anything. We were out there sitting there on our day off, having travelled all through the night, which, again, is our problem, not anybody else's. But it was impossible to do any training the next day. So they were given some downtime, like we all were. And this has been a stick to beat us with, these photographs, and it's completely preposterous. Do you know what, Hugh, because since the media have been getting this in the neck as well, and I would never try and speak on behalf of... Of everyone, I actually find the term a bit weird because it's, it's quite a, a broad-ranging one. If Neil Lennon wants wants me or us to hold our hands up and say that we were a bit hypocritical because we never had a problem with the Scotland players doing the conga, do you know what? Fine, yeah. And see, looking back on it, we probably did get caught up on it and we probably overlooked the fact uh, that it shouldn't have happened. Fine. But, but but now what? Is that it? You know, how much of Celtic's argument can, can be can be built? How much of Celtic's defence can be built on, on that? No. No, it can't be. Um, you know, I think Stevie Clark and uh, those associated with it, Scotland, those who were in the conga line, have all held their hands up and said that, yep, uh, in the moment when Scotland qualified for the first major finals for 22 years, they did something they shouldn't have done. They've held their hands up. However, Celtic went to Dubai in the middle of a global pandemic uh, therefore risking themselves and others. And on the subject of sitting at a poolside and having a beer and being photographed in a bar later on, in, and in that bar they were sitting too close together. 
If you want to do these things in the age of social media, players and managers are under 24-hour surveillance. If you want to have a few beers together, get a function room in the hotel where there are no people there with mobile phones and cameras and obviously social media will be alive with these photographs. It was a, a, a naive gesture to be caught in that way. I'm not denying that if it was their day off, they're entitled to a couple of hours of relaxation. Not denying that. But you're caught out by your own stupidity. Lying in a public pool, uh, having a drink, when other people who are legitimately entitled to be there poolside in the hotel are in a position where they can take your photograph and blast it all over social media. Mikey says, I take it Neil Lennon forgot some of his Celtic players were part of that Scotland squad that qualified. Other people point out, Alex, you know, there's a difference between getting caught up in the moment and planning, booking and going on a trip to Dubai. But do you know what? I, again, I will repeat it. Maybe maybe we and other people were hypocritical in, in that. I don't know. Is that is that fair? Yeah, I think if we look back, we could have a bit more critical, a bit more responsible in terms of the way the Scotland boys mm. uh, did the conga. But Co- context is important, yeah, isn't it? You can't it ignore it. But, but in saying that as well, Gordon, we have to look at this in isolation in terms of we could look back and go, in hindsight, we should be battling them. But see, the thing is, all he's doing is bouncing onto some other mistake that happened down the road. And for me, you know, see the manager sitting there with uh, the captain having a beer, having lost the old firm. I think that's what wrangles with people because people are isolating. They're paying £600 for a season ticket, Gordon, a virtual season ticket. And then all of a sudden they see that on the back of the old firm. The gap had uh, got bigger as well. It does not look good. Right, let's bring in Scott in Easterhouse and get his take on it. Hi, Scott. Hi guys, how are you getting on tonight? Okay. All good. More interested in how you are, Scott, though, after hearing all this. Um, well, I was on last week, um, and I was rather calm about the situation, um, and I thought that you know things are going from bad to worse. After hearing his statement today, it was very hard to say, but I'm disgusted the way that he's come on and pointed a finger at people like yourselves, pundits, MPs. He brought up the MP that went on the train, um, and he said there've been what he done is no big deal. Does he forget they went in that plane and they brought COVID back into this country? They tested positive after coming back from Dubai. He sat today and I just think he needs to go now. He is damaging Celtic Football Club's reputation. He's disrespected Peter Lawwell. He's disrespected the fans. He has lost the plot. He's imploded and he's reacting and every single week it's just excuse after excuse after excuse and I'm fed up with it I'm just prepared as one, I think it was you pointed there or maybe Alex a virtual season but we've not seen a game we're working hard for our money and not bringing in as much money as we normally do we can't get to see a team but they think it's okay to spend that on a trip to Dubai the least they could have done was even give a fan I'm bit of memorabilia. A top in the post after winning the quadruple treble. There you go. There's a kit. Thanks for your support. But no, they spend it on Dubai. And it, I'm heartbroken. I'm I'm gutted. I just don't know how to react. Hugh, the the, the, the tone, the, the passion, everything from Neil Lennon. He, Alex said it earlier, though. He's come out swinging. And, and fine, you know, I get that some people out there would say, Stand up for what you believe in. Don't let you know people walk all over, whatever it may be. But 
What about the contrast between the tone that was attempted by Peter Lowell And interestingly enough, even that didn't go far enough for some people I had plenty of critics on this show on Wednesday But but to go from Peter Lowell's apology To try and offer some contrition on, on Wednesday To this uh, does, it, does it feel like they're on the same page? No, absolutely not um, I'd, I'd like to know uh, if Peter Lowell knew in advance if any or all of this was going to be said, because I can't imagine, in my own mind, I can't imagine that Peter Lowell's a happy man tonight, because Neil Lennon has spoken about uh, the medical process, which is not his field of expertise. He's spoken about media bias, uh, which is highlighting a lack of self-awareness, because he's he's not taking on board the way the Celtic fans and the rest of the country have reacted to what has happened since Celtic left for and returned from Dubai. And now it's a second player who has tested positive. And uh, as Scott on the line has said, you know, they've they, they brought the strain back into the country. So I think Neil Lennon has gone off today on all manner of topics and each and every one of them was ill-advised. I mean, Scott, you finished off there, Scott, by saying, you know, you're... you're Heartbroken by by this stuff. What elaborate on that? Because sometimes it's easy for for me or us to stand here. We we've not put that emotional investment in the way you have the financial investment in the way you have. How how, how disappointing is it the way it's all played out? I'd understand this. You know, I'd understand if we are playing good football and Rangers won the league by two points. I would understand and I would accept that. It's the simple fact that you've wrapped the title up in Christmas paper, put a bow on it and said, there you go, take it, it's yours. It's as if this season, they've been more interested, how much cash can we get? We need money. What money? They're, they're selling these players, apparently making millions. Where is this money going? Yet, they've had to follow a youth set-up. They're now wanting cash from the government, the same government that Neil Lennon just went on and slated and said there's no big deal. I just think, looking at across the city, if Stephen Gerrard turned around and said, we're not going, do you think he would, the board would turn around and take that team? Stephen Gerrard would say, but Neil Lennon, I believe he's chose to go there. I believe he's been determined. I, mean, I just think he's lost the plot. And if I was Peter Lowell, I would sack him on the spot. I do always, I'm sure anyone who listens, Alex, will know that yeah. I think it's always appropriate that you find some, there's always balance to be had, right? There's no point in this being, being one way traffic and. Neil Lennon pointed out today Something that I had noticed myself over the weekend Right, Mark Wilson was one on the show last week saying No other teams in Britain have gone You know, why have Celtic gone? Um, I noticed over the weekend Virgil van Dijk has gone over to the, I think it's the exact same facility That Celtic were at As part of his rehab Now that flies a bit in the face of everyone who was saying Haha, well, Celtic are a disgrace What are they doing taking an injured player away? That's hardly essential Virgil van Dijk's gone over Zenit St Petersburg are there Now I'm not saying it, it makes it okay Far from it but does Neil is Neil Lennon on to anything at all when he talks about the the reaction here and and how how different it is? Gordon, the fact that there's only uh, one team in the UK tells you everything you need to know. I, I understand why someone may go out there and do training in the hot weather over a period of time. That that would be understandable. He's on these. He probably have one physio with him uh, himself. Uh, I remember going to Portugal a couple of years ago, and and Virgil Van Dijk was there himself, just doing all his pre season preparation. So. Because of the circumstances, I can understand why one person may go out there with a physio to try and get proper work with, with sun on their back. 
But as I said, the the, the fact that they've gone out there um, flies in the face of everything that you would suggest. The 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 climate where the we are with the pandemic, people were getting kind of less numbers uh, being invited into households as well, family households. So the whole situation, and and as I said there, I think when Scott was saying there in terms of they've really lost the belief in this manager, and the, I keep going back to the leadership at Celtic. For me, they have lost everything from the top to the bottom. They're in disarray. Uh, and I can't see how they're going to get out of it. Thanks, Scott. What about Alex in Sandy Hills? What's your take on it? How are you doing, Gordon? Alex and Chew. Good, thank you. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Uh, I think I was, I'm a big Lenny fan, but I think his biggest mistake was taking the job in the first place for Lobo to come back again. Because I think he's been like a yes man. He, he didn't bring his own men. He stuck with Kennedy, who I don't think should still be there. And I believe he's come out with that nonsense a day that he's talking. Because he's already going to be resigned this week And he'll be replaced He'll be asked to step down or he'll get sacked And uh, I think he'll be able to end this week well, but I mean, he's, you know, he's a legend to the club and, But he's What he said there I've seen him on the TV as well And it just didn't go down well at all Sometimes it's hard to not speculate And I always try and guide this show To, to not not sort of do that Hugh But I don't know is that, that isn't I don't think Alex in the line is alone in that take I've seen a lot of people saying What is this? Is this a guy who Who knows he's he's, he's on borrowed time So wants to just come out swinging Is that anything in that for you? Um, I think that Celtic are determined To keep him until the end of the season At which point he'll no longer be the Celtic manager Because they couldn't possibly justify New Lenin staying on as Celtic manager The supporters would not have it But uh, you know, there was a, a statement of sorts uh, A couple of weeks ago Where they said that Dermot Desmond And uh, Peter Lawwell Were going to keep faith with Neil Until the end of the season On his track record so far this season any other manager would have lost his job. It is appalling, domestically and in Europe. But he's clung on. Whether today's outburst has any effect on Peter Lawwell and or Dermot Desmond remains to be seen, but I think Celtic are committed to keeping him there until the end of the season, possibly because they don't know who to replace him with. Sure, there's a bigger, there's a bigger uh, question here for me is can they afford to stay with Neil Lennon as manager when you're getting outbursts like this, when you're making bad decisions, and then when you're looking at the the product on the park, and that's why I'm saying about accountability earlier on. This board are accountable to the fan base, and if they continue to go down this path, how's it going to look when it comes to what is it April when the season ticket books are renewed? Uh, this can't mm. continue, Hugh. Uh, Alex, sorry it's short and sweet Have to leave it there It's time for the travel 01419511025 It's been a bit of one way traffic so far But if you're out there and you think What's all this fuss? Neil Lennon was right I stand by everything he says Well, let's hear from you as well Always good to hear both sides Now's a good time We'll speak to you next 01419511025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Kevin's from home He's back in the man cave But he's he's still with us What is that? A week? A week and a half? You've not managed to break That piece of equipment yet You're doing well Listen You're talking to a multitasker here I was homeschooling Hold on What else are you doing? Homeschooling right. To a five year old And a seven year old I'll have you know I can just imagine Reading that lessons The whole bit 
I, I made them call me Mr Keevans Even though I'm their grandfather You make me call you Mr Keevans in here as well uh, We're on Twitter At Clyde SSB Croy Boy Says the press have been all over Celtic With Covid breaches and rightly so Neil Lennon is not happy with the double standards In the press and the government He knows his time is up He's letting everyone know his feelings Quite right Neil uh, Says Croy Boy um, On the other side um, Ants Boy says Neil Lennon said it was ludicrous But what if everyone that played uh, Then what if everyone had played Then the virus would have passed on to others Please leave Neil Before more damage is done to your memories Major change is needed ASAP uh, Let's bring in Kevin In Bishop Briggs Hi Kevin Hi guys How are you doing? How's it going? You alright? Not bad Not bad I would I would like to make a point regarding um, Neil Lennon uh, As what Alec Gray said Was an outburst I personally don't think it is an outburst I think Neil Lennon Comes out at the very first opportunity And defends the players in the club you know, because at the first point of asking, he's the one that does it. None of these jokers that are grabbing the money above him are interested in doing that. They're only interested in saving face and the commercial business. He's interested in looking after the name of the club. And that's exactly what he's done. I think he's quite right to point out to people, you know, it's all right when things are rosy in the garden. But I'm going to tell you when it's not. And that's exactly what he's done. You know, Andy Walker... Is one who slaughtered them, absolutely slaughtered them, on uh, on Sky Sports uh, when they played Hibs last Monday night, and he's quite right to give them it back because you know it was okay when Scotland are doing the conga and everybody's happy, including myself. By the way, including myself when uh, when they qualify, it is okay when everybody's jub- jubilant about you know such good times, but when they don't breach any rules, they don't create any problems other than obviously one one COVID case throughout the team. They don't create any problems for anyone else. Or two sorry, two is what he said today. But they actually didn't break any rules. They did not break a single rule and they got the green light for the government. But the government wanted double standard this by saying, oh no, this needs to get looked at again. Maybe it's actually the people within the government that need to look at themselves and say, maybe we made a mess in us. Maybe we made a mess in us mm. and not the club. Not Celtic Football Club Hugh Keevans uh, Well Kevin's leaving the White House On Wednesday so uh, You know <laughs> he's in his last few hours Here um, Of course it's an outburst by any criteria It is an outburst And Kevin belongs To that I believe small Percentage of the Celtic support Who where this issue is concerned are behind Neil Lennon. I don't believe that Kevin speaks for the vast majority of Celtic supporters, and I think Kevin lacks self-awareness as Neil Lennon lacks self-awareness. Peter Lawwell came out eventually and said sorry because he realised that public opinion was such that he had to come out because the whole trip to Dubai had left a stain on Celtic's reputation. To what? Against you. Peter Lowell comes out and says, sorry as such, because he thinks I'm saving face here. You know, I'm actually, it's took me a week. You know, Neil Lennon comes out at the first opportunity. And by the way, like I said earlier, um, and points I've made in the show before, I wasn't a Neil Lennon fan when he got, I was very underwhelmed when he got appointed, you know, after the Scottish Cup final. I didn't think he was the right appointment. But I think he's due to backing of, of fans when he's making points that are correct. You know, I understand your point, you. But Peter Lowell was looking at it from a commercial point. He's not looking at it from, you know, I'm going to stand up for the club here. 
Which which any other manager, if any other manager done that, they would get the backing of the fans. Right. So Neil Lennon talks about um, Celtic essentially being the victims of of bullying. He says there's some sort of agenda. Kevin, are you going as far to get behind all of that as well? I, I'm de- I would definitely get. I would definitely go to the point where I think um, bullying is probably the wrong phrase, but I would say there's double standards around it. Yes, mm. I certainly would. Alex, Kevin kind of wants to. I, I, I wouldn't want to go as far as Kevin and say that this stuff, you know, clears Celtic or exonerates Celtic. But I do wonder if there is still a is there a, is there a bigger picture here where we should be looking at. The government, the government bodies, just to see exactly what what the role in it was, and I can play the clip later on. In fact, you know what? I'll, I'll just play it now, right? Since we're on the topic, because I, I don't want to get any of this wrong. I think it's important that we um, that we we play it properly. So this is Neil Lennon talking about the kind of government side of things that, that Kevin mentions. Yeah, there seems to be some sort of agenda being driven here. We've come back. We've been absolutely decimated by these rules. Not convinced they're a public health issue. More seems political. More. To my, my opinion, nobody has got COVID. Our protocols were perfect. We've been held to a higher standard than any other club. There's outbreaks all over the country. Austin Villa have shut down, Wraith Rovers. They haven't travelled anywhere. So we could have easily stayed here and, and maybe had an outbreak, but because our protocols are so good, we've been able to, to quell that. We flew out on the Saturday. The country went into full lockdown on the Monday. You can't tell me the government didn't know that we were going into full lockdown before we flew out on the Saturday. So don't, you know, you're sitting there pontificating to me like you, the rest of you all are about the, hindsight's a wonderful thing. We did everything we possibly could to avoid the damage. But like I said, we've been held to a higher standard. There was no leniency at all. And we sent pictures of the plane. We sent pictures of the bus. Everything, social distancing, seems, seems it wasn't good enough for some government officials. He says nobody got COVID, so I'm, I, I must admit, I, yeah. I don't know if I'm missing something there. I, I don't want to, to kind of dive in two-footed in that, because, I mean, clearly that's wrong, unless he means something else. Julian tested positive, and now there's a second positive. Yeah. So when he says nobody got it, I don't really know what he means. However, um, is there is there a, is there anything in that that you would agree with, Alex? Should the, should the government have said, well, yes, we gave you permission in November, or whatever it was, but by the way, Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. We're going back into lockdown on Monday, and you might want to rethink it. And um, is that is there any room for that sort of stuff? Possibly, Gordon. But I'm surprised that there was no discussion leading up to the decision to go away to Dubai. The the Scottish government um, uh, implied that when the discussions were starting in I think November, Dubai wasn't even mentioned. So you know you would think there was some sort of discussions through the joint response group. I've said for the last couple of weeks, SPFL, SFA. Joint response group Whoever you want to look at Everybody's batting this away Gordon No one's took responsibility for it And the thing is He says We could have got COVID If we'd have stayed at home The fact of the matter is They chose to go away Got two cases Then they have the problem With the track and trace Which resulted in 16 members of, of staff Not being able to play So That is the upshot of this I said the night before They went away Who sanctioned this Because it's a recipe for disaster Anybody with a bit of foresight Could have seen though They might have got away with it Gordon but the fact of the matter, the facts are that they didn't get away with it. Kevin, one of the bits I definitely agree with Neil Lennon, because how, how can you not, is it is easy with hindsight. And of course, we're all standing here after the event, right? But at the end there, he talk, talking about the agenda and saying that their social distancing, um, you know, obviously wasn't good enough. I think there, there appears to be some sort of debate between how many players, given the proximity that, that the players were on the plane to Julian, Celtic believe that only a small number should have been isolating. Clearly, they've been told... 
uh, that it's 13 So fine But is there not an obvious one here Kevin Which says if you're not on a plane in the first place Then you don't need to worry about that No absolutely I, I, I understand what you're saying I do understand what you're saying and I, But the other thing is If they're saying 13 people Were close to uh, Chris, Two metres within Christopher Julian's range On a plane That they're doing proper social distancing then there's clearly some sort of grey area there, is there not? Yeah, I think Neil Lennon, yeah. the, the phrase he uses later on, and, and I, I said it earlier, I, I think there, there possibly is a discussion that needs to be had. He mentions about the, he feels the goalposts have been have been moved and, and so on, and maybe Scottish football does need to have a, a proper look and make sure everyone is on the same wavelength when it comes to um, the protocols and so on. But again, Kevin, is this not just about picking your battles? No, listen, listen, it may well be, we all know, you know, we've all been involved in watching or supporting football long enough. We know that Neil Lennon's a guy that wears his heart on his sleeve and his love for for the club. But I do genuinely think that, you know, this this could this is a battle where he feels, you know, somebody some of these guys are due it because they've gave me it tight for, for so long and all we done was the right thing and going to going to Dubai other than morally we didn't actually do anything wrong. We didn't do anything wrong here. If somebody can point out what's black and white that's written down that says we had wrongdoings here, then uh, you know they'll put their hand up to that. But quite frankly, they never done anything fundamentally wrong other than morally. What about the? How do you feel about the pictures by the pool and round the bar or in the bar? Listen, you know he, he quite openly Neil quite openly puts his hands up and says. You know, we had a drink after uh, on a day off. No, I mean, I mean, how, I mean, how, how does that fit in with the theory that, that nothing, you didn't do anything wrong? No, well, well, I think you can see. I think I understand what you're saying, and I, I, I get what you're getting at. Right, I, I, I get that, but I think surely, you know, if there was any any sort of wrongdoing there at all, then you know, these are the sorts of snippets that. You know the the media and that are going to get at, and they should probably be a bit cuter if they were going to be doing things like that. I get that, but I just think as an overall picture, I think he's right in what he's saying. Celtic aren't to blame here. I genuinely think that the governing bodies are to blame for all, for most of us. Right, we're running late, so quickly respond to Kevin Alex if you want. Well, John Kennedy comes out uh, when the first day they come back. Gordon says there's a few slips, but they're not wrong in Kevin's eyes. Hugh, quickly. Gets the award, Kevin, for the quote of the night. Celtic did nothing fundamentally wrong other than morally. Okay, we'll leave it there. Thank you. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Bit of support out there for Kevin's take on Twitter as well. So there are two sides to every argument. Uh, George and Joseph, well said, Kevin. Kevin is spot on, they say. Uh, it's time for Beat the Pundit. Even this. High intensity debate can let lie for just one minute to we see if we can humiliate Hugh Keevens or Alex Ray, all in the name of a signed ball. 01419511025. Lines close at seven, so be quick. Your chance to beat the pundit is next. Tackle the headlines. 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Keevans is here Well he's not here But we can speak to him So you'll still hear from him Alex Ray certainly is here And they're both waiting To take your calls 01419511025 Another one of those nights Where you don't need me To tell you What the top story is 
Celtic and Dubai An inseparable combination Over the last couple of weeks uh, Accelerated today by Neil Lennon A very, very, very passionate defence Of Celtic's decision to go So we'll play you more of that We'll take more of your calls And if for some weird reason You want to talk about football And games that t- actually took place On the pitch at the weekend We can do that as well Let's do this first though Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. You do know that you two have been having an absolute mayor recently. You know that on Beat the Pundit. Yeah. Nonsense, I've oh, not yeah. lost this year. I think you'll find you lost last Monday, did you not? Producer Chris is feeding me dud information then. No. You two can argue about it at the next break. No, definitely no, no, not. No, he's still who's no. Right, okay, that's fine. Well, we'll find out if Robert and Kilsyth can do any damage tonight. How's it going, Robert? I know, bad, nervous, but all right. Why are you, why are you nervous, Robert? It's only, it's only you just... and I and a hundred thousand dollars. You'll be fine. <laughs> I know, I know. Not a problem. Anyway, you're a Rangers fan, Robert. Um, what did you make of the game yesterday? Uh, happy with the draw, considering Celtic dropped two points, but it's not over yet. I mean Alex It's not often we come on here When they've both dropped points Especially yeah. not the way Rangers have been going this season Was that a fair reflection At Fir Park yesterday? Yeah absolutely It was a difficult afternoon For Rangers First half uh, Pretty poor Gordon No no tempo You have to give credit To uh, Motherwell You know they got the goal Defended very well And I think Stephen Gerrard Will be delighted That he actually managed To get the point See what that is Robert That's me being a nice guy Giving you just a couple of minutes Just to a wee bit of football chat Calm yourself down And hope the nerves go away As it worked Yes Brilliant That's that's exactly what I was hoping for Heads It's going to be Hugh Keevans Tails It's Alex Ray Now I know that Hugh Has been losing recently It's Alex Ray though Tails Alex against Robert Inkelsyth So Let's make Alex Disappear He's going to listen to something else 30 seconds on the clock Robert You're up against Alex And you can Pass That is the secret If you don't know Pass quickly And move on to the next one Okay Go for that. Right, let's do it. 30 seconds. Your time starts now. How many Premiership games have Celtic drawn this season? Five. Who made their 300th appearance for Rangers on Sunday? Steve Davis. Which team are bottom of the Scottish Premiership? Ross County. Who scored a brace for Ross County on Saturday? Pass. In what decade did Motherwell last win the Scottish Cup? 90s. What Scotland international has left West Ham for West Brom? Snodgrass. At the time of postponement, two were top of League One in Scotland. East Fife. How many English sides did Wayne Rooney play for in his career? Four. Okay, let's bring Alex Ray back. Alex, can you hear us? Yes. Same set of questions to you. 30 seconds on the clock and your time starts now. How many Premiership games have Celtic drawn this season? Six. Who made their 300th appearance for Rangers on Sunday? Stephen Davis. Who's bottom of the Scottish Premiership? Uh, that will be Hamilton Nackies Who scored a brace For Ross County On oh, Saturday sure. In what decade Did Motherwell Last win the Scottish Cup uh, 2012 uh, That's a funny decade <laughs> What Scotland international Has left West Ham For West Brom Snodgrass At the time of the postponement Who was top of Scottish League 1 League 1 would have been Wraith Rovers And how many English sides Did Wayne Rooney Play for in his career Quickly Three Okay okay Robert what are you thinking I think Alex has won it Do you know what I thought you were all right, Robert. I, I really did. And then I heard Alex, who I don't know if he's on. I don't know what what's been happening. He's been 
He's been studying this I've weekend. Been... That's that's the that's the best performance I've ever heard from you on Beat the Pundit. It's impossible. I've had about three sevens. Nah, this that year. was that was good. I must admit. Right, let's find out how many Premiership games have Celtic drawn this season. It's six. Oh my gosh, what a guess! Oh, was that a guess as well? <laughs> pass it off and pretend that you knew. One um, 0 to Alex, who made their three hundred appearance for Rangers on Sunday. Stephen Davis, you both got it two one. Who's bottom of the Premiership? Hamilton three one to Alex Ray. 4-1 to Alex Ray The same score line In which Ollie Shaw Scored the double For Ross County 4-1 uh-huh. In what decade Did Motherwell Last win the Scottish Cup um, The decade was not 2012 Believe it or okay. not um, It was the 90s 1991 uh-huh. Robert pulls one oh, back well done, So we've still got A game on our hands here You both knew Robert Snodgrass Had left West Ham For West Brom At the time of Postponement Falkirk Or top of League 1 In Scotland Um oh. Oh, you're thinking last season? I mean this one. I mean this most oh recent postponement. Oh my word. No, no, no fair moment. enough. Fair enough. Um, how many English sides did Wayne Rooney play for? Everton, Man United, Derby. That was it, Robert. There was no fourth one. So what is that? A four, oh. five, what's that? A six to Alex Ray and a three, I think, yeah, to well you. Yeah, well played, Robert. Well played, Robert. Hard lines. Here's Alex, same yourself. Aye, good luck, Good mate. man, that was Robert. In Kulsaith. 01419511025. That's the number you need. Anything else, Hugh, from the weekend that you think we've missed, or will we, will we just crack on with the with the Dubai uh, reaction at the moment and then see what we get to? I'm a great believer in public opinion, <laughs> so uh, the public want to speak about one thing, and it's it not Ross like County it. winning four one. Oh, what a result it was, though, Alex Ray. Come on, let's give, let's give the Staggies their moment. Yeah, we we had a pundit in here saying it's a bit early to kind of. Kind of talking up John Hughes But I think that's seven points now uh, You know A very important win And I think as Hugh said At the top of the show uh, The first time in five years They've beat One of the top teams Very well played by Yogi Yeah I wonder what that pundit makes Of this latest development In the United <laughs> States of Arab story It's been it's been quite a day uh, 01419511025 oh, Here's a holiday destination for you A bit closer at home Mick is in Aviemore How's it going Mick? Hi, hi, fine, how are you doing? Not bad at all, Mick what, What's your take on Neil Lennon's stuff today then? It's got everyone talking, what's your own opinion? Well, I, to an extent, he's, he's obviously overreact, overreacted, right? But I think, from I've been listening to you for, for the last week or so regarding the, the Dubai thing And I've only heard one side, you know, people just, just slating and, and, and going over the top Now, my, my way of thinking was that the Dubai thing was organised a couple of months ago. Uh, they went, and, and it was passed by the government. You know, Nicola Sturgeon came out and made out, oh, we, we didn't really have anything to do with this. But of course they did. There's no club in the land would take it off their own back just to go away in our country without without checking these things. So, of course, she knew about it. Anyway, so uh, off they went. And... Uh, Oh, hi, and, and that's another thing, the, the Nicola thing, before I move on. Uh, she's a wee bit hypocritical because she's been caught out herself, no masks and stuff. And uh, her, and uh, along with the rest of Scotland, were, were dancing the conga with the Scottish team, quite rightly so. I didn't you see know, Nicola Sturgeon so in the conga line, to be fair, Mick. Was she, was she in between Declan Gallagher, David Marshall and Ollie uh, McBurney? I don't think she was in the conga line, was she? No, 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 she was... She was Congratulate, and there was no words about. All ah, right, okay. She knew, she knew, she'd seen the same scene scenes as everybody else about the changing room, and uh, she was just all delighted for Scotland. There was no words about. Oh, by the way, they weren't socially distanced or whatever. Anyway, that's just one of the points. And then, then they got to Dubai, and uh, somebody took a photograph of uh, one of one, somebody having a, a cool drink by the pool. Now, Hugh, 
mentioned, oh, this shouldn't have been, this shouldn't have been lying by the pool having a cool drink. Well, I've been to Dubai, and it is absolutely mentally hot. So you're talking, they're training in thirty degrees heats, and after a hard day's training or a day off, that's exactly where I would want to be is lying by the pool to have a cool dip and maybe a cool drink. It wasn't, it wasn't the the piss up in the party that people were trying to make out. You know, it's just a reasonable thing to do in a roasting hot country. They can't disappear into the hotel because they're frightened in case somebody takes a photograph at the pool. So that was another thing. It was blown up well out of proportion. Do you know what, to to be fair though, see see specifically, specifically on that point, Hugh, um, I I think people who listen regularly will recognise that I've made that point. I think the, the pouring over the photos is... It's difficult when when you weren't there, and certainly people who are going to jump when uh, people who are going to jump to the conclusion that it was, a, you know, a mad day on the bevy by the pool and partying and all the rest of it. Can we at least agree that 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 side of it looks like it's wide of the mark, and that might be a little bit unfair, whether you thought it was right or wrong? Absolutely, I, I've never held with the word jolly in association with this. They went there with uh, performance-related plans in mind, however. Mick, no matter how hot it is there, you have to understand football players today are under surveillance and they all have to do things that they don't necessarily want to do. And the Celtic players should have been more streetwise because the photographs are out there within hours and it sets an agenda, to use Neil Lennon's word, because it immediately gives everyone the chance to say, well... They're given the elite sportsman's authority to go there. That's not very elite sportsman-like. I will concede that before Celtic left, there might have been greater consultation with the Scottish government because I do believe, Gordon, that someone might have been able to say to them, listen, I have to tell you, you've gone through all the proper channels here, but we're going to go into lockdown by the time you're away. I do believe that that consultation might have taken place however Celtic went and I think the, the photographs in the bar show that the, the players were not socially distanced in a proper way and when Nicola Sturgeon was caught without the mask she immediately apologised and Peter Lawwell has apologised I don't think it's right for Neil Lennon to go on the attack over this Oh I think he's went over the top but I'm just I'm just saying right before before Neil went on and, and, and had his rant, right? Because he's, he's obviously, his passions are, are running high. He's, he's, all, all he's heard ever since he came back is a constant negative, negative, negative. I, I think, uh, from, what, from what I remember, I think I'm possibly the only caller that I can, I can remember on Super Scoreboard that has tried to put the other side, you know, and by the way, I'm not, I'm not defending him on his football side of things, uh, this season's been absolutely shocking for Celtic, and by and, and again, uh, Neil has a good a big part to play in that. Although his players have let him down, his players have let him down as well. Because see, at the beginning of every uh, Celtic game, you look at the you look at the players, you look at the the player sheet, and and you're saying, all right, that looks like a good team, because it's all all of our top players. You know, this is no counting the guys in the background, but all our top players are on that team sheet. Let, let me ask you something, Kevin, right? Because, uh, Mick, sorry, the point I was about to make there, so you can see where the slip comes from, we just had Kevin on not, not too long ago who was in the same 
same side of the argument as you Kind of defending Neil Lennon if you like We've had a couple over the last few days Why do you think it is then That, that so many of your fellow Celtic fans So don't worry what I'm saying Or what Alex Ray's saying Or what Hugh Keevans is saying Why do you think so many of your fellow Celtic fans Are so angry about this Now I notice Neil Lennon mentions Media bias should we not be giving people a bit more credit? Are we really that powerful that we can convince you Celtic fans that, that this was 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 terrible? I like to think that people can can think for themselves out there. Why are your fellow Celtic fans so angry about this? Right, obviously results, results. Celtic fans are absolutely raging of all seasons. So if Celtic were top of the league, then this Dubai, the pool side, the bar, whatever it was, the positive cases, that would all be okay. Uh, hold on, right. I've already been over the sit, sitting by the bar after training in thirty degrees heat. Yes, uh, that's well, where I'd be sitting. I don't want to split hairs, but it wasn't after training. That was when they first arrived. They hadn't trained yet. All right, but they've, they've probably had photographs. It was after a training one as well. You know, that was just the one, the one situation. But but and and, and uh, I think Hugh mentions they should be streetwise. Well, streetwise does that mean you better just stay inside that hotel? Don't be sitting by the pool, you know. And and I'll tell you the reason why, uh, at least one of the reasons why most of the Celtic fans are raging is purely and utterly results. Res- because of the results, they're raging. They're saying, all right, so you are the way to, way to Dubai and look at the way he's playing on the, on the pitch. We were very close. We were very, very close to starting to make a, 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 a bit of a comeback with the old firm game. But for the red, the red card, and one of our own players deflecting that into the, into the net, we should have won that game. Everybody can see that. Everybody admitted it. Uh, even Stephen Gerrard knew that his players were played out off the park. But in football, luck can sometimes play a part. We were desperately unlucky. But if we'd have, if we'd have, if there hadn't been a red card and we were on and won that game, which we should have done. It might have been a different, a different looking things. Mm. Okay, they're going to get, go away there, get some warm weather training, and the fight's on. Yeah, it's easy to be wise after the event, Alex. But there's a, there's a good old Scottish saying that covers that off. Um, and I think you know the one I mean about your aunt and your uncle and all that. Yeah, of course. Them. Listen, Gordon. See, for a club who are very dominant on and off the park, the more like the people's front of Judea, the way they're behaving. You've got the chief executive coming out. And saying apologising to the Celtic fans, you've got the manager coming out and doubling down, saying we're well, no nothing wrong. You've got Mick on the line trying to he can justify because it's so hot that they have to have a drink as soon as they arrive in the place. It doesn't wash me. This can only play out two ways, Gordon. How do Celtic respond to this now? Do they reprimand uh, Neil publicly, or do they let him go? Hugh Keevans quickly. No, they won't reprimand him publicly. I I can't see that coming, Alec, because it will only dig an even deeper hole than the one that's been dug already. Uh, Okay, thank you to Mick in Aviemore, 01419511025. We're going to speak to Jerry in Uddingston. He's one of the callers that will be coming up next. On the last show we are talking about that postie who gave up his job to do sea shanties Karen said her 92 year old mum could do it too Fine cockles, a bustle, a Happy New Year to everyone I love her, we're back tomorrow from 6 Live from Glasgow Barry at Breakfast With the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk slash football Clyde One 
taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141 951 1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Evans, Alex Ray, both here, both here till 8 o'clock So plenty of time to get your calls And let me just set up this teaser for you I doubt we will dwell on it too long Looking at how busy the phone lines still are uh, But Ross and Lanark wants to know Can you name six players since 2000 Who've won the English League Cup And have also played for Rangers at some point So Ross and Lanark says since 2000 Six players have won the English League Cup and they've also played for Rangers at some point Full time at Clyde1.com If you want to contribute If you want to hear your full time teaser used on the show That's where to send it Alex Ray, anything to kick us off? Uh, Goff? No Hugh Evans? Lovencrans? No nope. Walters? Nope um, Johansson? No Stuart McCall? No, since 2000 You're, go- you're sorry, going sorry, back too far back. I think uh, Right, okay uh, Lee McCulloch? No but you're, you're, We're getting there in terms <laughs> of era um, uh, Alan McGregor? No. Uh, what about Barry Ferguson? Yes, Barry Ferguson. Okay, we'll leave that one there. One down, five mm. to go. We'll just leave that bubbling away in the background between now and eight o'clock, full time at Clyde1.com. Let's go for Jerry's on as well. Ricky was through just before Jerry, I think. So let's go, Ricky, then, Jerry. Hi, Ricky. Hi. Good evening. Thanks for taking my call. What's your point tonight? Now, I come on when Neil Lennon got a job. And it was a Monday night again And Hugh Cavins I don't know if you remember I come on and I said It wasn't the best man for the job The right man for the job Neil Lennon mm-hmm. you know, I believed that back then I believed that right up to the beginning of the season As the season went on It kind of dwindled The results wise I was thinking Maybe he's not the right man for the job now After The result Against Rangers And fans wanted a boot Going to Dubai and then coming back and coming on the telly and giving a statement, I think he's alienated more fans. And that doesn't go good for Celtic. They blame here, no Neil Lennon, no Peter Lowell, Celtic football clubs to blame. Right to top to bottom. This should never have happened. This coming out and making statements like that. I think that's a wounded animal that's come out. And the only way a wounded animal will come out is fight back. Mm. Uh, do you know what Jerry Nuddingson's on the other line Jerry judging by What I can see on the screen here You, you disagree with Ricky Your fellow Celtic fan About you know Whether Neil Lennon was right or not And So t- talk to Ricky then get, Put your side of the argument across uh, Hi folks Hi Ricky Hope you're well um, I am well Thank you th- That's been A long time coming From Neil Lennon I think um, I've been t- I mean I've been Unfortunately I've been Following Celtic For a, a long long time Through good and bad um, and this week has has been the worst I've seen the press. I mean, the rank hypocrisy from some of the statements from Andy Walker, from some of you guys in this show, um, even this evening. Um, what, what in particular to, on that, Jerry? To, 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 to personal slants from the Glasgow Evening Times, and, uh, and Neil Lennon has been abhorrent. This evening, Gordon, yourself, um, you made a comment 10 minutes or so ago saying, you know, photographs don't show the full story mm-hmm. a previous call you said to him well you're saying there's nothing wrong but what about the mm-hmm. photographs hypocritical you either, you either think the photographs don't show the full story or they do Jerry it's not it's not hypocritical see if a caller comes on with, with one point I'm always going to try and test it and then if they're on the other side of that argument I'll just try and test that as well it's what my job is it's not hypocritical I've at no point told you specifically what I think about the, the photographs so I'm not being a hypocrite in the slightest 
So, so your job's not to actually try and get to the bottom. The truth is to try and generate callers. That's fine. At least we know that now. You have got. You're on the phone, didn't Jerry? Yeah, well, listen, that's fine. But you know, you don't hear what I've got to say. Or you I'd, don't. It's I'd love absolutely it. Absolutely fine. Um, you're, <laughs> there you go. You're, you're quite quite sarcastic, Gordon. But let me just get my point, and, and obviously, Ricky can agree or disagree. Um, what's Celtic? I, I personally, if I was in charge of Celtic. Wouldn't have went to Dubai But legally Legally they've done nothing wrong Morally they may have But then there's loads of people Who are criticising Celtic Who have phoned in this evening And criticised Celtic I need to look at their own morals Some of their own behaviours Through in lockdown So um, again that, that probably leads to a little bit of hypocrisy But Celtic didn't legally do anything wrong Now they've got Two cases of coronavirus Which is unfortunate um, But since March or whatever you know, there's, there's clubs that have been much worse hurt than us that haven't gone away. Aston Villa for one race over here. And I, I do, I mean, you kind of glanced over it uh, when the, the previous caller phoned. Why was there no criticism of the videos coming from the dressing room and then the Scottish players' behaviour in the hotel when they were quite obviously inebriated, quite obviously not social distancing, and in fact, they were lauded by the First Minister? So the question I'd like mm. to ask, regardless of all other stuff, is why is it wrong if it's one team, but not wrong mm. if it's a national team? Do you know what, Jerry? You're right, though, and I, I don't know if you caught it earlier on. I said that. I said if, if we or anyone else has been guilty of, of not calling that out at the time, I, I'd have to hold my hands up to that. You know, I think I think that's fine. I think you're right. I don't know if it, I don't know if it's context. Is is everybody on a high? Is everybody feeling better about life at that point, and therefore? You don't notice it Maybe outcome Maybe outcome is important as well Scotland You you mentioned luck Scotland had no positive Covid cases Had they had positive Covid cases Maybe their action Would have been different Gordon Previously Celtic had lost Ryan Christie Because of an outbreak In the Scottish team Ryan Christie Ryan Christie Had isolated Kieran Tierney didn't I don't mm. understand that And previous to that as well They lost David Turnbull Because of an outbreak In Scotland Under 21s yep. So what's the difference but What do you mean so Celtic have been penalised because of lack of protocols no. potentially in the Scottish camp, lack of potentially safeguarding how they travel. So Celtic have are penalised and Arsenal weren't. So there's there's an issue which is again. But you, are you not are you not viewing that view through that football lens, Jerry? You know, you talk about Celtic being penalised and Arsenal are not. That the health boards up here took a view on. On, on Kieran Tierney, uh, on Ryan Christie, sorry, and, and and the different health boards seem to take a different view on. On Kieran Tierney, is that really about one team being, you know, penalised and, and the other one not? Uh, you know, it, it doesn't even matter. I mean, Neil Lennon should go because of Celtic's performance in terms of results. Rangers have been the best team in the country by far, and deserve to win the league when it comes round. However, what I'm looking for in terms of that, this has been unbelievable. The, the corner inches, the uh, comments from um, pundits have been abhorrent. They've been way over the top. You've got people who are pushing an agenda um, who, who, Because of the club it is Who in particular, Jerry? Just elaborate on that So what, what's been said on here that's abhorrent And who's pushing an agenda? You've, you've got you've got a chap on, on here this evening uh, Alec Ray Who was a fantastic footballer But spends his time with sarcastic and pointed tweets To go to Celtic fans And then comes and sits here and says that It's like the people's front of Judea Lack so you know any respect mm. is gone. You no, not, not abhorrent though, is it? Avoid. Well, perhaps that's the wrong use of word. Yeah. I'll take that back. Okay. You've got piece, people like um, Chris Boyd on television. Andy Walker. Andy Walker's never, never for a long, long time. Him and him and Charlie Nicholas did anything 
anything positive to say about Celtic. Celtic have problems this season of performance. It's been unacceptable, and that's why we're in position, because we're far and away behind the best team in the country. But that's down to performance. That's not down to five days in Dubai. Right, let me let me go back to Ricky, because on you go, Ricky. On you go, what's your... That keeps them in the limelight. The Andy Walkers and the likes. That keeps them in the limelight. That's why, that's why these come out with these statements. They'll come out with statements. It's controversial. It keeps them in the limelight. That's what it does for these guys. See, to be fair though, right, and I, I'm not really interested in speaking on behalf of Andy Walker because he's not, he's not here and I'm not that bothered what, what, what your take on that is, but is this not what a lot of Celtic fans have been saying anyway, this sort of stuff? In fact, Ricky, no, you I come on and saying that you don't think it's right. No, I, I say that because of our performances on the park, now, if our performance is on that, we were sitting top of the league, we went to Dubai, or we were sitting close to Rangers, and we went to Dubai. That wouldn't be any problem. That I came back, Celtic would have come back, there'd be nothing said about it. Well, even if Celtic had come back and then had to play the next game minus the manager, the assistant manager, and 13 players, and then dropped points, nothing would have been said about it because Celtic were in a better position. But well, that could have happened here. But it, have didn't. That. but it didn't. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying It's only because they went to Dubai That it's a big a big stushy If they hadn't went to Dubai And they had 13 uh, people had to isolate Then There wouldn't have been, there wouldn't have been a, 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 mm. So much of a problem Hugh Keevans I'd like to take up the bit about punditry in the media uh, Both Jerry and Ricky I am absolutely sure Could not have got enough of the headlines generated by Rangers since administration and liquidation and all of the years that followed when they were in a bad way. Jerry and Ricky couldn't have got enough of that. Uh, as this, the, the Rangers supporters can't get enough of what Celtic are doing this season. And with regard to Ricky's point about Andy Walker, Andy Walker is an old and valued friend of mine. And Andy Walker doesn't you need to You don't have friends, Steve. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Uh, not many, I grant you. Uh, but Andy Walker has got all the profile in the world as uh, a member of the Sky Sports television team. He says these things because he doesn't want to say it because he is a former Celtic player and a Celtic supporter. He says these things because his head tells him that he should say these things his heart would rather he didn't have to by the same token John Hartson this morning in the newspaper saying he believed now was the time for Neil Lennon to go, he's a former teammate of Neil Lennon, I have no doubt a good friend of Neil Lennon but sometimes you have to say what is on your mind Yeah listen, uh, I said earlier on about the on and off the park it has been a, a mess and for a club who was so dominant Gordon and I stick by that to have fallen from Grace in the last 18 months is astonishing for me and listen I understand where the guys are getting frustrated with it uh, for me the performances have been nowhere near uh, good enough and again it goes back to leadership at the top end of the table at Celtic Park for me it is lacking badly uh, Jerry you want to come back in? Yeah uh, I'm just talking about two different things um, performances results not been good enough uh, John Hartson said that Neil Lennon should go but that's based on performances Neil Lennon in his time in Scotland has had to deal with unbelievably personal attacks, physical, verbal and everything in between. Again, from one of Glasgow's biggest newspapers, even Times, a derogatory term about his looks. Um, that's not based on how well, he, how good a man he is or otherwise. That is purely because of who he is. Um, and that's not acceptable. I think the press have absolutely 
got a, a right to report the news as they see it using facts, um, but personal slights and sly digs. It's not becoming an press if you ask me. Jerry, can I just ask you a question there because you've obviously highlighted that today. Can you recall a Celtic manager coming out and having a blast like that in, in my lifetime? I, I can't recall one. I don't, how long do you want to go back, Alex? Celtic have made these these um, Celtic have made these types of comments very infrequently um, and been proven right a couple of times. You look at the Jim Farry affair and any time when Neil Lennon was lying. No, I'm, I'm actually talking far. about the manager today. I'm not talking about the, the SFA or the manager. It was a manager that made those comments in both those times. Um, if you remember, Neil Lennon came out uh, the Doogie Doogie affair. Now the, the problem is, I agree with him. I agree with him. Now, has he come out and said this because he's feeling the pressure, he's feeling that his job's under threat? I don't know. You need to ask him. However, it is about time, due to some of the reporting of this, mm. and not just this, but this is obviously the one, that, that someone in position at Celtic came out and told the truth as mm. they see it, because there can't only be one version of the truth. Jerry, what is it? I think I was asking someone else this earlier because you put up a you know a, a strong defence. Why do you think so so many of your fellow Celtic fans simply don't agree with you? You know, Gordon, I, I'm disappointed in some Celtic fans and their behaviour and, and and the type of things they're saying, um, and potentially because of an age thing. Um, I think that the Celtic fans' behaviour at times this year has been awful. And I think it's because their minds are clouded by this 10. They're, they're not looking at nine league titles in a row and you know four trebles in the bounce, which is phenomenal and is unlikely to be matched again. Um, they obviously can't handle the fact that the Rangers have got their act together. Um, I don't know. I am a great believer. And, and one, thing I, one thing I do respect people that I look for as a previous Rangers player um, is he'll always look for a way to, to stick up for his club. Previous Celtic players don't do that. And it looks like some of the Celtic fans don't do that either, and that's disappointing. All right, let's go back, uh, give Ricky his final say. Ricky, you, you started off talking about you, you thought Neil Lennon was the best man for the job. I think you also said that today he alienated more fans. Is that right? Well, I, I think that I statement today that will alienate more fans. I think that's a problem there. Well, not Jerry, though. Jerry, Jerry's, very... Jerry might be representative of loads of people who want to get behind Neil Lennon after what he said today. The truth, long time coming, says Jerry. That, that could be, but I think that, that I think that statement was very. I thought it was aggressive. I thought it was aggressive the way it came across. I thought it was very, very aggressive. I don't. I think you can come out with a statement that put it over, not as a, as, as aggressive as he did. I thought it was very aggressive the way it came across. You. Uh, well, it, it tends to be that way, Neil. If he's got something on his mind, he'll get it off his chest and in a forceful fashion. It's the content that I examine. I don't mind him shouting and bawling. Uh, it happens. But it's the content of what he was saying. And I just don't think he's got the mood right. He's got the tone right. When he comes out so soon after his chief executive has apologised then it sounds like they operate in different buildings. Yeah, again, it's the timing of it all, you know, because it seemed to have died down a little oh, bit. To be fair, I mean, first time we've spoken to Neil Lennon because no. of his isolation, so you can imagine he's 
Clearly, you know, had had quite a bit to get off his chest. He says to me, it looks seems to me as if it's been simmering over the cup, the, the the days that he's had to isolate Gordon, and he's thought, I'm just throwing that out there today. For me, the tone didn't look right. I'm trying to get this right as well because when I'm looking at him, I'm thinking to myself, you know, you need to calm down here because it's not looking great. It's a Celtic manager; he's got a prestigious position, and I'm looking at that today, and I'm thinking to myself, it looks as if it's a guy that's seriously under pressure, and that's the reason why I keep going back and I keep harping on about this. Something has to give a Celtic. Uh, Ricky, Jerry, an absolute pleasure. Let's do it again sometime. I want to talk to you about this first, though. Clyde won. Show me the money. Yes, we had another winner today on our brand new game, Show Me the Money. Stuart was on today. Listen to this. He took to home £20,021. What a haul. He wants to use the cash to buy a house with his girlfriend, Lisa. Here's the moment Stuart took the call. No way. I don't. <laughs> it's almost your wind up song, is it? Thank you very much Everybody always thinks It's a wind up £20,021 Now the good news is There's even more cash For you to win tomorrow Remember if you've entered already You do stay in the draw Until the end of the month Our next game is worth £15,000 So for your chance To win fifteen grand, Text YES to 61025 That is YES to 61025 Texts are £2 Plus your standard message rate It's over 18s only There are full terms And online entry For this Hits Radio Network Scotland competition On the website Here's the deal After 5 tomorrow Gary Spence will make one phone call And to win All you need to do is answer your phone within five rings It's that simple The 15 grand would be yours So to play Show Me The Money right now Text YES to 61025 Number one for football in Glasgow and the West 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Alex Ray and Hugh Evans are here Is at the time already? We are in the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Still time to get your calls in though What about this teaser? Ross and Lanark says Since 2006 players have won the English League Cup And also played for Rangers You've got Barry Ferguson um, John. Sorry, when you go Hugh? John Flanagan? No I'm going to go for uh, Amoruso? No Two guy? Hutton? Yes. Alan Hutton. Ch- what about Charlie Adams? Yes, well done. Hugh? Philip Senderos? No. Um, oh. I'm trying to think. Um, no, but I'll need to go for later on. Right, okay. Be about time three down, three to get. Let's bring in Jimmy and Paisley. Hi, Jimmy. Hi, how are you doing, guys? Not bad at all. How hey. are you? Good. First time caller, so go easy on me. Ooh, what did you call tonight? Is that, in fact, that's a stupid question. Forget it. On you go. I know what you called for. <laughs> <laughs> normally, <laughs> normally, uh, normally, I just, I just want to sit on the phone. And I'm like, okay, what about else? But then I'm thinking that the next statement that comes out of Celtic Park should be Neil Lennon has left the building. It really should. I've had enough of it. But on the back of today, or, or on that that statement here was ridiculous. And, and the, the current equ- epidemic, where everybody's been asked to to not even look at each other, not to turn the other way when you're walking into people, and he comes out thinking that he's he's in the right. He's contradicted the chief executive He's just everything mm. Right you don't need me to, to tell you the, the opposite side of that Jerry before you know did it yeah. did it in, in great detail Jerry was saying Jimmy that a lot of the Celtic fans You know he's disappointed in, in you for, for this type of opinion And Neil Lennon deserves better And all he was doing today was telling the truth And it, it's been a long time coming So why don't why don't you agree with that side of it? Because it's not about the football Definitely, it's not good. But the football's bad enough. Why should we mention that? That's just what it is. You can't win everything. So this is year we're not going to, maybe not going to win the the, the the next title that we need. So the, the football doesn't even come into it. It's the the distance and the pandemic, the epidemic. That's the bit. And to come out and say that I've not done the hundred rings is ridiculous. Hugh, 
In terms of the public image, uh, some Celtic supporters and Jerry and Ricky were two of them, but not Jimmy. Uh, they will say, "Yeah, quite right." Getting about the media and you know, and that the government were wrong and the way they uh, sent Celtic out to Dubai without giving them the the nod and the wink that the country was going into lockdown. But I think the majority of Celtic supporters are outraged by Celtic going there, outraged by what's happened since they got back from there, uh, felt that uh, Peter Lawwell had to make that apology and are now dumbfounded, in the main, dumbfounded, Mm. that Neil Lennon has come out and said what he has said in such a contradictory fashion to what Peter Lawwell said. Yeah, I mean, it's always hard to put a sort of number on it. There's another one, Big Rabbi, 100% back. Neil Lennon owned the decisions, called out the bandwagon jumping on any slip-up to make headlines um, But I do believe it's time for him to go to, to, for the, Just due to the poor football he says Jimmy what, what bit then what, what bit of this today annoyed you the most Because you sound annoyed And there was there was quite a lot to get through As I say it's not annoying with the football side That's just Sometimes you win games Sometimes you don't And you've got to take the good with the bad That's fine That's fair enough I get on that I mean there's It's what one person up there Says this Says that And then they all come out And contradict it Is, is, is Celtic's PR department Known fungal or something Is they no running stuff past them There must be a public relations department Inside Celtic Park Why is this hmm. Why is this coming out Funnily on that Hugh And this is at the stage Where you know People have all their theories And so on I have no idea What's behind this There might be a perfectly Innocent explanation But I noticed one of the newspapers Has already picked up On the fact that Contrary to what usually happens And Celtic's official social media ha- have made no no reference to what Neil Lennon said in his press conference today. There is no report, there is no footage or whatever um, on that Twitter feed. Again, I don't know. Is that is that something? Is there an innocent explanation for that? Possibly. There's always a possibility. However, I think if Celtic had wanted to put that out there for their own supporters, they would have done. Uh, as I say, I don't think that Peter Lawwell would have been aware in advance of any or all of what Neil Lennon was going to say. And, to be fair, Neil Lennon doesn't have to go to the chief executive and say, listen, at the press conference, I plan to say A, B and C. However, I think he should have done in this instance. I go back to the Ferenc-Varos outburst, Gordon. When Neil Lennon came in, off the bat, slaughtered several players in the team and within the squad and said they wanted out of Celtic Park, etc, etc, etc. And he immediately, the following day, tried to backtrack. He regretted saying what he said, and I think that Celtic will regret what Neil Lennon has said today. I agree with you there. I said earlier on that it'll be reprimanded, whether it's publicly or behind closed doors, it will most certainly either be reprimanded or it will be let go, Gordon, because you're going against with the chief executive, the guy who's running the show... And he's come out and Well I mean The tone was certainly different My goodness That's an understatement Yeah but he's not apologised For going Gordon well, he did, he said, But he apologised To the Celtic fans He said for well, coming Was that because of What's for, happened For, for coming back, back. Yeah and I, I, I'm trying to See if there, if there is Any common ground there Because Peter Lawwell Sort of said the same You know to, to the, the Celtic fans I mean clearly The tone was so different though Yeah well, Without a doubt And I think that's the thing That's crying out Gordon Because when you see The manner He's more or less went for the off I'm led to believe From one of their colleagues In the media Right for the off He's had a, a pop 
And from then on in for 20 minutes Well yeah the, the, the full raw unedited press conference Is quite something It's a man who wants to get something off his chest You know it's not, it's not a response to to certain questions it's yeah, And at that point he's lost his composure And I, I, don't go back, I don't want to go back to the Ferenvaros situation But it's a similar thing Gordon Because he's went off in a rant And what's happened there is He's given all these people All these pundits All these kind of journalists Ammunition to come back Because it was so off the wall Well forget the journalists or pundits Fans like Jimmy Who are, who are not not taking it Not happy with it um, Jimmy you, you say you want Neil Lennon to leave Do you think that's a you know, is that realistically going to happen in the short term? Do you think? I don't know. Scott. Can, I, can I just make one more point? Sure. When they said in that last week's statement there that uh, they left on the Saturday, when then they logged on the Monday, and they were not to know what was going to happen. I was away placing a job on the Thursday, and the first thing I said to the guy when I left his house was, "I'd like to start this maybe next week or the week after, but there's no guarantee. I think we're going to log on next week, and I'm not going to be able to buy the materials." You know, if I knew that, just a, a normal guy just didn't get about doing his normal day to day work. Through what I'm hearing on the TV How did a company the size of Celtic know know that? Okay Jimmy We'll leave it there That was Jimmy in Paisley uh, This will be the latest we've ever done this Probably Let's hear from Stephen Gerrard After that game yesterday Obviously we've come to win the, win the game um, So from that point of view We've got to be slightly disappointed and frustrated Of course we have But how the game panned out Especially in the first half To play a lot better in the second half um, And take a point um, I think it's arguably a, a fair result all in all, I think if you look at possession and chances created and our second half performance, we maybe should have shaded it, but we've got ourselves to blame in terms of the outcome because we, we never came to this game till half-time. If you look at our first half showing, we were too passive in, in key areas of the pitch and um, when we managed to string some passes together and get some territory, our quality weren't there. In normally reliable players, um, you know, our front three and from the sides, the quality coming in wasn't good enough. We never tested the goalkeeper enough in the first half and I had to get into the, the players at half-time. Is there an element of shoulder shrugging about Rangers dropping points yesterday, Alex? Because yeah. they don't do it very often and the points gap is such that... Well, it, it might matter, but it, it, it look, it's looking increasingly unlikely that that's going to matter much. I think it was a fair assessment by Stephen Gerrard. They were passive in the first half. They obviously had uh, words with him at half time gone, come out a little bit better. But I think a, a, a draw was a fair result. It didn't create enough chances. One of the surprising things for me was the delivery into the box. You know, it was so poor, you know, lacking quality. However, Barisic managed to get that breakthrough, which secures them a point. As long as Rangers continue to go game by game, Gordon, they're not dropping any points to their rivals. I think Stephen Gerrard will be relatively happy on the back of that one at the weekend. Yeah, Hugh, fans can get greedy. Stephen Gerrard can get greedy. There's always the want for more. But like I say, when it's when it comes at this stage of the season and you've not dropped many points before, I don't think people will be too disappointed, will they? Not in the slightest. Uh, I believe that if Rangers had gone 16 wins in a row, it would have been a, a, a Rangers record from way, way back that was beaten. Uh, however... Rangers fans, one was on earlier who said it's not over yet. Uh, come on, do me a favour. Um, Rangers fans know the league is won, and to add to their joy, they're watching Celtic implode on the other end of the city. Uh, things could not be better for them, or any worse for Celtic. Slightly tongue-in-cheek, I made the point on social media yesterday, Alex, if there's a trophy going for... Leading Rangers for the most amount of minutes Motherwell will have it in the bag What is that? We must be up at about 140 by now um, What did you make of them? 
Yeah, I thought they'd done very well. What, what I liked about them, Gordon, is I actually liked the fact that Tony Watt came off the left to see Dolph because it gave them a, a, a focal point to get uh, up the sides. They pressed relatively high at times as well. And I thought they'd done brilliant. I thought they defended manfully, uh, you know, as I said earlier on. Uh, as much as I criticised Rangers, um, you know, kind of deliveries into the box, defensively they were brilliant. And, uh, you know, if they continue to kind of grow under Graham Alexander as they're doing the first couple of weeks... I feel as if they're going in the right direction Whether it's just the sight of Claret and Amber That gets him going or not I don't know But Cedric Eaton Is he any closer to, to, to yeah. really playing a bit more often Or I thought it was a, games? I thought it was important to get him on the pitch Gordon Because I said a couple of weeks ago When they, were, uh, they went with the 5-5 formation uh, That Eaton gives him another dimension I think he scored three goals in the last six or seven games Which is not bad considering the, the game time They're not all against Motherwell as well I think they are <laughs> well, well hopefully he plays a lot more against them But what I'm saying is I think when you factor in that um, Itton's still champing on the door Gordon Because obviously he could be a, good, a big player going forward Because Roof is still waiting to come back and play uh, Yeah Hugh I mean At the 18th of January It doesn't sound like you or, or many people Have got much life left in this title race or, what, what are you expecting over the, the coming weeks? Uh, the same old, same old. Uh, Rangers will continue to be reliable, resilient, durable. Uh, Celtic, heaven knows what's around the corner for them because you know they've got Livingston to negotiate on Wednesday night. Uh, there will be again a clamour for Neil Lennon to go. Uh, people will ask when are Celtic going to do something about their situation because. From top to bottom, the club is in disarray. That disarray, for me, will continue until a hard and fast decision is making is made with regard to the manager's job, uh, and a hard and fast appointment is made with regard to his successor. Okay, let's finish off with this teaser. Then you're looking for six players since 2000 who've won the English League Cup and also played for Rangers. Thank you to Ross and Lanark full time at Clyde1.com. If you want to hear your question, you've got Hutton, Ferguson, Adam, three Scots. The other three are non-Scots. Juf. Yes, Hugh Keevans. Um, you got any? Joey Barton. No, the last two are quite difficult. I must C- say. Can Chelsea? No. No, struggling. Mm, there. Struggling. Okay, is it is it clue? Is it I clue think so. time? Yeah, I, I was got a Davy Weir, but obviously he's no. Yeah, uh, no Scott, right? Yep. Okay, so this guy down south would have played for Blackburn and Man United. Berg? Yes, Henning Berg. I didn't say that. I knew that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> obviously not. Uh, Hugh Keevans, the other one scored, one scored a pretty f- famous, memorable goal against Celtic. Rangers fans right remember out. him for that? No. Oh. oh. Ehiog Yes Well done Google Ehiog Thank you Hugh Keevans From home You stay safe Look after yourself Please Thank Uh, Thank you to Alex Rain Thanks to you lot That was lively As always The phones were very Very busy So if you didn't get through Note down the number And we'll do it again tomorrow 01419511025 6 o'clock is the time We'll meet you here Uh, Roger, Hannah and Gordon DL uh, Will join me It's going to be a good night from us But stay right there Because in the meantime Callum Gallagher Is up next